Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. For reasons that will perhaps become apparent soon, not trainable, here's what I will tell you happens. The bear stops, so you're no longer getting road hauled. You're no longer getting dragged. But, but the woman on the back of the bear, her name is Asturias, she responds to you after you speak to the bear. She says, that's brave, cute, but brave. I don't think Chase and I are about to part ways, Chase being the bear. And the reason why this is not a trainable creature at the moment is because Asturias Chase is a bear to Mani. You were talking to both of them. Mm-hmm. And be like, could you train Sniffins? Yeah. Not without Sam's permission. <laughs> yeah. What do I have left for my turn at this point? Speed with animals is an action. Mm-hmm. So you've got your move and you've got your bonus action. Then I'm done. There's nothing I can do. All right. Well, you're no longer getting hauled. You're no longer getting dragged, which is good. For now. Cyril's turn. Cyril Large. What would Cyril like to do? Well, since Cyril, there's no way Cyril's making it to Finnegan, Cyril's going to try and fight to help Carolina still. All right. Cyril being large can easily reach up and swat at the remaining Osprey here. Let's go ahead and go for it. Thank God for the advantage on that roll. It's a 14 on the first attack. That'll hit, yeah. Let me roll the second one, and then I'll roll all the damage together. Oh, and that's a crit on the second one. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, these birds are going down. No question about it with a crit. I mean, you can roll your damage, because rolling damage is fun, especially on a crit. But I'll tell you right now, these birds are going down. Uh, 19 for the crit. Jesus. <laughs> that's with the extra damage from being large, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And 12 for the not crit. Dang. So yeah, Cyril slams the remaining birds out of the sky. Carolina pauses for a moment, catches her breath, gives Cyril a good pat on the haunch. Very appreciative. Thanks so much, big gal. Uh, Anything else Cyril would like to do? She can't communicate with Carolina, but she's going to try and maybe uh, get her to understand that, like, hop on the back of me and we can try and go, like, help people. Like, I'm large enough I can carry you. But she, Caroline is probably faster <laughs> than Cyril. Faster Cyril's only got a speed of 20. No speed boost from getting large? Not that I know of. I'm double oh. checking, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Nope. It's a shame there's no speed increase for being enlarged. Yeah, that would be nice. But I understand why, too. I mean, it's a second level spell, and so mm-hmm, is haste. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, if Cyril wants to give like that head nod like motion, like, eh, hop up on mm-hmm. my back, Cyril's more than welcome to. Yep. Cool. Darvin. Yes. What would you like to do? Hey, maybe out of options, save for firing arrows. Aren't the tentacles right next to us? Could he, like, just punch the tentacles? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Or sword a tentacle. I probably don't want to touch it, right? Touching mm-hmm. the tendrils... You know, there's... Nothing bad happens to you for touching it. Apparently. <laughs> 
not cool. according to its stat block. Uh, and that's not something that I feel like we need to make a thing. Then I could try just attacking a tendril. Yeah, Good there's some tendrils on. hanging down low. It's not keeping all of them up in the sky. So if you want to swipe at a, t- a tendril, go for it. Yeah, let's do that. It's a 26. Yeah, that'll hit. 16 damage. Okay, nice. And a second. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a 15. That one's not going to hit. I think after the first swipe, the tendril recoils. Like starts moving out of the way. You swipe just a moment too late. See if I can get it with a quick punch. All right. Twenty-five. Uh, oh yeah, Darwin's fast. Darwin's good. Ooh, minimum six damage. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you punch one of its tendrils. It's not super effective, but you landed the blow. Anything else, Darwin? Nope. That's all I got. Okay, okay. Cool. It's this creature's turn. It's gonna finish horking up what he's got. And this Uraleth in the sky, you see its mouth kind of roll backwards, pointing up. And and then quickly rotates forward and down towards the ground as these two just absolutely mucusy messes slap down to the ground. One of them starts to get up, the other does not. You don't know if it's because it's been in there too long and it's been, like, digested, or it died in there, uh, or if it's just weaker. But one of them is starting to get up. They were deeper in, it affected them a little bit more, they're not ready to attack at the moment. Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asturias is going to... Asturias and Chase. Yeah. Not charge, but they're going to move hastily towards you. And Chase is going to place a paw on you while Asturias dismounts and she's going to get ready to start tying you up. Won't be able to tie you up this round, but it's definitely like tugging on that rope and like reaching down towards your legs. And you're in a bit of a spot now. Meanwhile, her two hunter friends who were trying to lasso Carolina before, uh, now that Carolina is on the ground and next to Cyril. Cyril's very big, and that's a little intimidating. Shoot, you know, there's two of them. They've each got a rope. Uh, one of them's going to try to lasso Cyril. It may not be very effective, but any amount of control against large Drake would be appreciated. And the other one's going to try to lasso Carolina. Oh, wait, um, Chris, make a athletics, acrobatics, strength or dex, Oops. whatever, uh, to avoid this. I'll take the strength deck. Okay. That's going to be a 23. Thank God for enlarge. All right. This rope flies out towards Cyril, gets her around the mouth, and she just snaps the rope, twists her head, opens her jaw, and the rope snaps. Meanwhile, Carolina has been lassoed up. Thankfully, it's the party's turn. She's just going to try to cut through it with her claws. That's going to be a little awkward now that her arms are being held down by the rope. Let's see if she can get it done. Yeah. She reaches up with her claws and just cuts through the rope. Ah, opens up the lasso. Takes that off. Those two guys, um, no, they're not going to pull out their bows. But they do each grab like a short sword, kind of sheathed on their backs, and hold that out in a defensive pose, just because they aren't sure if they're about to get attacked or not. Um, this is not going how they wanted it to go at all. This was supposed to be a simple kidnapping, not uh, combat necessarily. Yeah. Arnis, what would you like to do? Arnis looks around at everything that is going on, right? The cart that's still being attacked by birds that Sam is swiping at. This yeah. crazy tendrilled thing with the, the just, like, I don't know, barfed up these two dudes in front of us. Mm-hmm. And the, like, lady with the bear off in the distance with Finn. And he just... Like absolutely shouts, what the fuck is going on <laughs> to no one in particular? And then hoping he doesn't roll another... Ugh. Wait a minute. Ugh. Fuck, I can't even attack this thing because I have to keep healing myself. 
can't even take it down because every time I heal, it takes me down the same amount of hit points that I heal. Grr. Fuck. Meaning we can't get anywhere. What do you have God charges wise left? Um, Boost the shit out of your healing. Oh, I guess, yeah, I've got, I've got five charges left. Um, I was going to cast this at a level two. Can I double the amount of dice? Can you double the dice? Yeah. I think that would take two charges. Yeah. I mean, don't leave anything on the table at this point. How many charges do you have left? Five? Well, I've, well now I have three. Okay. <laughs> then yeah, yeah. God damn it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, no. What happened? Well, two fucking ones. Mm. So much for that. Waste. Uh, anything else, Arnas? Nope. Okay. Finnegan, you've got a bear who's standing on you to keep you down while Asturias begins tying you up. What would you like to do? Okay. I'm going to use my action and attempt to shuck and grasp this bear. Ooh. I understand that would be with disadvantage because I'm prone, but I got to do something. Let's go for it. Mm, it's an 18. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. That's 11 lightning damage. And it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Okay. Can I move? You can certainly try. I'm going to need okay. an athletics or an acrobatics to try to squirm out from underneath the bear. Fuck. I mean, you're still. You still have a rope around you. Yeah, I know. But the bear is like... literally just roll away from the bear. The bear is twitching and is unable to keep a firm paw. That's a 12. Um, a 12 is unfortunately not enough. All right. Then the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to unleash my gust of wind. Okay, it's currently that? being stored in the ring. Oh, it's the ring. The ring of spell content. Oh, I misspelled that on my list. It's Gust Oof Wind. But maybe this will be an oof. All right. Gust of Wind. I'm, I'm all about this. What do we got here? Strong line of wind. Lasts from you in a direction that you choose. Must make a strength saving throw or be pushed 15 feet away. Oh, my. Nice. Is there any action that you have to take besides just unleashing it? Nope. It's a bonus action because I'm using the ring. Mm -hmm. All right. So both Asturias and Chase need to make a strength saving throw. Otherwise, they're getting pushed away. DC is 17. 17. All right. That would definitely get Chase off of you. If Asturias fails, she may end up dropping the rope. We'll do a separate check for that. But uh, let's see. Oh, boy. Asturias is going to fail. She's going to get pushed away. But Chase is going to stay on top of you. Roll an 18. Right. Bear, obviously stronger than the rider. Mm -hmm. If they were in their combined form, probably could have kept you down. But they were traveling as a duo right now. And yeah, unfortunately, she gets blasted away. She does not manage to hold on to the rope. So you've still been lassoed, but right now it's just the bear. Man, she was in a position of strength for a moment there. <laughs> All right. Is that it, Finnegan? For Finn, yeah. All right. What about for Cyril? Um, Carolina will hop up on Cyril's back if you want. He can go out chasing after you if you want. Yeah, that's Cyril's goal to get as close to me as she can. All right. Carolina will hop up on her back, and we now have... Cat Tamani writing enlarged Drake. Yay. Speed of 20, you said? 25. 25. 25. So with the dash action, they can be 50 feet and get to you. Sweet. That is exactly what's going to happen. And Carolina will leap off in like an acrobatic tumble. <laughs> little, nice. little flip in the air. Land on her feet. Get in between Asturias and Chase. Got some Tamani on Tamani action now. <sighs> Cool. <laughs> hmm. Where are we at? Darvin. Yo. What would you like to do? Uh, last um, time you swiped at these tendrils. Yeah. Are there still vomity husks on the ground nearby? Yeah. One of them is getting up. Can I? Is it nearby? Yeah, it's nearby enough if you wanted to go attack it. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. I'm going to go okay. say hello. 
All right. The skin on this creature, whoever they once were, hangs even more. It's like really droopy, really wet, almost translucent skin. Eyes sunk in deep. Gross. Very. And they turn as they hear you approaching. Go for it. Okay. Oh, I got a 16. 16 hits. Nice. This creature is surprisingly soft. Ooh. It's been in a stomach for a while. 11 damage. Okay. Second attack. I got a 19. That's going to hit again. 10 damage. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to spend a key point to throw two punches. Let's unleash those fists. Okay, so that will be a dirty 20. Ooh, yeah, that's going to hit. For 12 damage. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And a 13. Uh, the 13's not going to hit. I'm sorry. That's all I got. Okay. As your fist hits this room and it, it's like a slap almost. Like punching Gak or Ublek, however you were taught what it is. It just feels weird and wet. Gross. And it turns its face up at you and you can see just the glint of an eye deep in its socket and this deep moan. <sighs> and it's going to reach out and try to attack you. First with just breaking its nails against you. A 22. Yeah, that'll hit. For eight piercing damage. And then it's going to reach forward and try to grab onto your head. You and see the saliva and the mucus just dripping from its hand as it comes towards your face. That's an 11. Nope. It's just too slow. Yep. Reaches out. Um, and at this point, the other one begins to stand up. It moves in a much stiffer fashion than the first. Than either of the first two, actually. And it appears to be shorter. Three to four feet tall. And there's almost a chunkiness to the way it moves. But before it can do anything, Vigorleth, our wonderful tentrilled creature, is going to try to slap Darvin and Aranus again. Darvin does an 18 hit. Yep. Aranus does a 25 hit. Damn it. Yeah? Why you always gotta have numbers that are too big for me to shield? I'm take it up with the tendril, man. Well, it's any consolation, Aranus. You're taking minimum damage. Really not. That's seven bludgeoning damage. And so since you're still diseased from the first attack, it doesn't affect you any more than it already has. Oh, good. Darvin, you're going to take a little bit more damage. It's 14 bludgeoning. And you need to make another constitution saving throw. Otherwise, you get diseased as well. Um, except here's the thing. <laughs> At 11 health, 14, I'm dead, right? I mean, you, uh, I get not... I get knocked out. But you get up again? Yeah, pretty much. You're never going to keep me down. How are Stop. you doing that? Are you using key points? Or are you using your um, yeah, acolyte thing? What's up? I'm, so I'm going to use a key point. When I'm reduced to zero hit points, expend one key. No action required to have one hit instead. So I guess, does it just happen to auto? And yeah. Does, the disease happens after? Yeah, you still would make the constitution saving throw. I think even if you got knocked down to zero, since you wouldn't be dead yet, I would still uh, make the constitution okay. saving throw. Got you. If it was dexterity or something, then it might get tricky. But this is just, does your body fight off the disease or not? Okay, got you. So Darwin's at one hit point and, and might be sick. And making a con save. <laughs> yes. I got a dirty 20. Oh, you're good. Whew. You're very good. After them. I, th I think Asturias and Carolina are going to have a bit of a situation here. Actually, I think Asturias looks around and sees like, well, shit, not only is Carolina here, but Cyril, Big Drake is here. Uh, it would be really nice if I could get to chase. So what she's going to do, is she's going to try to lunge past Carolina 
and get to chase so they can form up. Caroline is going to try to stop that. She's basically just trying to body check her out of the way. So we shall see. Oh yeah, Carolina. <laughs> Carolina shoulder checks Asturias away from Chase, manages to stay in between the two of them, and Asturias pulls out a couple of long daggers. Chase, hmm. Does Chase stay on Finnegan, or does Chase go to help Asturias? Questions, questions, questions. Well, I think since the two of them are linked, and that's what Asturias wanted to do, that's what Chase also wants to do. So although Carolina managed to shoulder check Asturias out of the way from getting to Chase, Chase is going to come up behind Carolina and swat at her. Bam, just from the back. And try to knock her out of the way. And most certainly will. Chase, being a bear, knocks Carolina aside and moves up to Asturias and kind of dips her head down low, lifts Asturias up, and she gets on Chase's back. And, um, yeah, we get that wonderful moment where Tamani form. There's a kick up of the dust, there's a poof of smoke, and there's this tall werebear-looking creature now. But Finnegan, you're no longer being held down. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't here to kidnap you. I think who still has actions here? Caroline's going to take a couple of swipes at this person. She doesn't like Asturias. She recognizes another Tamani, but hey, you're still in the way. You're still, like, trying to make off with our friends. Try to carry me off with a bunch of birds. This is not the day for it. Not the day. One of those is going to get through. Asturias is going to take a little bit more damage. She's not feeling too hot at the moment. Asturias' allies, those two gents with the lassos who failed before, they really want to kidnap some, but... Who's the most kidnappable person right now? Let me look at the party list. Sam is there, which means he is in the way. And he's in Tamani form, so he... They do not want to approach him on the ground. Are these the two that were trying to tie up Carolina? Yes, they are. I didn't realize we were that close to the wagon. Oh, they're not there yet. Like, they would have to go and, like... I'm just curious who they might be going after. Um... Because when it was just birds swooping down and picking people up, it was whoever. But, but yeah, now that it's now that it's everybody on the ground, you know, I think they're eyeing the kids. Really, they see Morello, they see Mahogany, they see Seth. Felicity's a halfling. She's small. We could take her. Hmm. 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 Not going well for them. They could always retreat. They could. They could. I mean, they're considering it. Or they could always just help out Astorius and try to capture Carolina. She's feisty, but... Or, you know, for what it's worth, I'm sitting there and I'm still half tied up. That's true, Finian, that's true. You would make a great bargaining chip. It's not exactly what they're after. But, but you, you said it, you're still half tied up. Yeah, they're headed towards you. If you don't do anything on your next turn, like they're just going to pick you up. <laughs> that's kind of what I figured. Okay. Arnis. Oh, me. What's up? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I honestly, I'm not sure what to do. Oh, we still have these two dudes in front of us, huh? Two more roomen got coughed up. There's the one who Darwin's been attacking. And then there's the shorter, chunkier one who moves okay. a little stiffer, who's getting up and hasn't done anything yet. I, I guess I want to try to Eldritch Blast the one that's already taken damage. Sure. Roll those three blasts. There's another two. Good. It comes to a 12. But the other ones are a 25 and a 27. 25 and 27 will hit. 12 will not. (laughs) Good God. I need to stop trying to do damage to anything. (laughs) It's 10 total. 10 on 2d10. It's a pretty average number right there. No, on 3d10. (laughs) But only two of them hit. Oh, shit. Just drop the lowest one. Don't worry oh, about rerolling. Then it's, then it's eight. <laughs> okay. Eight damage. Not bad. It's not taking this guy out, but not bad. Arnis, is there anything else you want to do? Well, there's nothing else I can do. Okay. Finnegan, the bear's no longer on top of you. You've got a couple of these hunters charging towards you. Short swords drawn. 
But yeah, it definitely seems more like they are out to kidnap rather than hurt. What do you want to do? Well, uh, since I've still got my gust of wind going, I guess. I, I mean, mean, if you never dropped it, yeah, that's true. Well, my question comes with the concentration element of it. Like, I can't concentrate on two spells. Oh, but yeah. we never really worked out how concentration works with the ring. We had not. Question, do you care if that wind is still going? Not do you want it really. to still be going? I was I mean, going to use it if I had it, but if I don't have it, that's not bad either. If you want, so we figure out how concentration from the ring actually works, we could have said that it came out without concentration and was just this 60-foot line of intense mm-hmm. wind, knocked things away, yeah. and immediately dissipated. Okay. Because I don't think we're going to have dual concentration here. No. Not without some other element. Okay. Okay. Then I want to use my move to roll underneath Cyril. Ooh. I like it. You're there. And then my action is going to be to try and get myself untied. Done. Cool. It was mostly just the lasso part. There hadn't been any knots yet, so it's really just like loosening that up, pulling it off of you. And if you're going to take an action to do that, absolutely. Then that's my... Well, how much of my move do I have left? Um, so you were already on the ground. You rolled um, 15 feet. No, it's not even enough to really stand up. Because my thought was like, I want to stand up and climb on Cyril, but I don't think I have enough move to do that. You could stand up, but I don't think you could climb on Cyril. But then Cyril's an intelligent creature. She could lift you if she needed to. Oh. Yeah, I guess let's let's do that. Can we use like a combination of her move and my move to get me on her? Yeah. Or something like that? Cool. Then yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like moves to the side a little bit, lowers a leg, <laughs> helps there lift you, you up. Cool. Now I'm on Cyril. Back where I should be. <laughs> what are you doing? I uh, guess that's, that's everything. The of, that's the end of Finnegan's turn. I was going to say, unless you're releasing the one last spell you have in that ring, which is just Fog Cloud. I'm sure I'll have a better use for that later, or it'll sit there until I decide to blow the ring. That works for me. Uh, What is Cyril going to do then? Cyril's going to go and stand right next to Carolina and attack this bear person. All right. Asturias Chase, the Tamani bear. Go ahead and attack her. Okay, attack number one. It's a crit. Yeah, that's going to hit. And attack number two is a, like, 27. Yeah, that's a hit, too. Sweet. Let's roll some damage. It's crit first. It's a 14 on the crit and 12 on the not crit. Okay, so 26 total. Just strike. Yep. Oof. Oof. That was a rough day. Rough day for this Tamani. Anything else for Cyril? Uh, That will be her turn. Okay. Darvin, you've got Gooey Rumen Guy in front of you. Attack Gooey Rumen Guy. Let's do it. Gooey Ramen Guy? What? You Gooey Ramen. Rumen, R-U-M-E-N. First attack is a 21. Yeah. For, ooh, max damage this time. 19. Ooh, very nice. Second attack, 22. Mm-hmm. For almost max damage. Damn, 18. Damn, Darvin. Right? Go for it. That's two really good slashes, and it cuts deep into this creature. He's still up, uh, but in a lot of pain. There's a lot of, like, deep, wailful cries from this creature. I mean, throw a punch. Mm-hmm. 15. That's going to hit. Nice. And that's 11 damage. Oh, you can feel the flesh of this creature like, give with the punch. Your fist goes like halfway into its chest before the skin pushes back. And it's staggering now. Nearly defeated. And that's all? That's it. It lives to fight another day. Another round. Awesome. This creature's going to attack you right back. Again, it's going to swipe at you with its claws, uh, with its nails. Just try to scrape down your side. Does a 20 hit. Yep. All right. You're going to take 
eight piercing damage, which I assume is enough to knock you down again. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to have to spend my key again. All right. How are you doing on key points? Um, this is my fourth out of 14. Okay. After scraping down your side, it's going to reach forward with both its hands and try to just grab your head. It wants to break your mind. That's only a 13. Will not hit. It's slow. It's sluggish. Can't get a good hand on Darwin. The other one of these creatures, the other rumen, is up now. But it's not moving with the same purpose. It's wandering the battlefield as if it's lost and confused. Doesn't know where it is. Doesn't know what's going on. And isn't sure what to do. And is definitely moving stiffer. The Uraleth above is not happy that it's been hit, but it also sees all these people now below it that look like good food. So it's going to try to swallow somebody, and it really doesn't care who. This is not an ally creature. This is just a... This is like a battlefield hazard creature. It has been attacking you because you've been there, and you looked like good food, and you were attacking back. But right now, it has several people to choose from. So there's Darwin and Aranis. It's not going to go after the two Ruman, obviously, because it spat those up. Um, we'll say those other two hunters. It's a nice four option of four. So I'll just roll a D4 here. Eh, I'll roll a D8. It rolls better. I like the sound better. So we'll have Darwin, Aranis, Hunter 1, Hunter 2. Oh, Hunter 2. We didn't even know your name. <laughs> this tendril flashes out and tries to grab this hunter. Uh, it definitely does so. So Finnegan, those two guys who were charging at you, one of them just gets a tendril around the waist and gets lifted up. And he is screaming. And he's like smacking at this tendril with his sword. It's not letting go. And the Uraleth is just like, ah. <laughs> and you can that hear is his, both good and bad. You can hear his cries. Uh, as the jaws clamp around him. Yeah, he's, he's out of the picture. Don't worry about him anymore. Asturias is not happy to see that. That's one of her allies. Uh, that makes this situation significantly more difficult. Um, well, things are not looking good for the hunters. She's got one last chance here. She is bigger than Carolina. She is going to try to bear hug Carolina and run away. That, that is her plan at the moment anyways, which we'll see her attempt right now. Oh, boy. Question. Yes, sir. When she tries to run away, mm -hmm. will we get, uh, and by we, I mean Cyril and Finnegan, get attacks of opportunity on her? I think Cyril will. I don't think Finnegan would be in melee range. Okay. But Cyril would definitely be in swiping her tail range, especially as a large creature. So the first thing that Asturias Chase is going to do is just try to bear hug Carolina. They both rolled poorly. Asturias unfortunately rolled a little bit better. So this isn't a graceful capture. This is just bear hug, Carolina squirming, kicking, trying to scratch at her arms. And this, uh, yeah, she very much looks like a werebear. Like not just a bear standing upright, but a humanoid bear. Asturias Chase lets out a growling roar. She calls out to her ally. It's time to go. We got what we needed. Referring to Carolina. And as she turns, she says to you, Finnegan, if you know what's good for her, don't follow. It's a threat. Who knows if she'll follow through on it. Really? Yeah. But she turns. And she's going to try to run away. Cyril can obviously make an attack of opportunity here if you want. 24 to hit. Oh yeah, that'll hit. 9 damage. Okay. Not quite enough to take her down. Or take her out. This is a slam or it's a claw? It's a slam, yeah. Like with the tail? Mm-hmm. Oh, just trying to envision this. Cyril does a quick pivot. Slams Asturias. Asturias stumbles a little bit. Um, she... She wants to say something. What does she want to say? Um, she's just going to call back. Think of your friend's safety. I and I'll respond. I think of your own life, lassie. Um, keep moving the way you're going and you're going to end up dead. Oh, she's going to keep moving. 
she wants to get to that tree line. She wants to disappear into there. Cyril's a little too big. She won't be able to follow well in large form. How far is the tree line? Is she going to get to it on this turn? No, she won't get to it in this turn. Okay. Especially not having like an unwilling passenger. But a couple of turns? Yeah. Cool. Well, and I'll slow her down, so that'll help. I, I figured as much, Finn. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. The other hunter, Hunter 1, he's made it to at this point, and what he wants to do is try to jump up onto Cyril's back with you. That'll be fun. Good for him. Because fighting Cyril sounds dangerous as hell, but riding Cyril is not safe. So he has to just make a check just to see if he can even climb up there. Yeah, I'm assuming this is a contested check. Mm-hmm. Because Cyril doesn't want him on her. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Cyril can do athletics or acrobatics. Strength or dex. Either like uh, bucking somebody off or twisting out of the way. 14. Okay. He leaps up. Cyril shifts and bucks and he does not land. Good. He stumbles back to the ground. So he's going to take this long dagger and he's just going to throw it at you. <laughs> Finnegan. Is he still on the ground or does he get up? Because I'm assuming when he gets thrown from cereal, he hits the ground. Yeah. Let's see. Does he land on his feet or does he land on his back? Oh, he lands on his back. Uh, so this is being thrown from his back. Some disadvantage here. Didn't matter. It was a pair of threes. Yeah. So this blade goes wide. Yeah. Arnis, what would you like to do? Far away is this lady with Carolina. From me? 50 feet. Oh. I'm getting farther away. Trying to carry Carolina away into the tree line. Trying to get back to her base, companions, whatever they have there in the woods. This Orleth is in the sky. Has already horked up a few creatures for you. Darwin has nearly finished off the second one. The third is lost and confused. What would you like to do? I want to see if I can use one or more of my divine charges to boost the range on mass cure wounds. Ooh, very interesting idea. What is the range on mass cure wounds? 60 feet. We actually may all be within that. Um, because if yeah, I Carolina think is 50 point, feet away, I think we are all within that at this point. I, th I think the way the battlefield's been moving around, um, choose up to six creatures in a 30-foot radius sphere centered on a point. Oh, shit. Um, well, yeah, okay, basically, I want to, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's 60 feet. I think so. We're not playing with a map. We can... Yeah, yeah. All right, well, then, never mind. You can wanna... boost the radius if you want. I don't see the need. I <laughs> want to cast mass cure wounds. I want to get uh -huh. me, Darwin, Finn, Cyril, okay, and Carolina. All right, sounds good. I don't, I don't know if she needs it, but she can have some. <laughs> she probably needs a little bit. I think at this point, Darwin needs the most. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't want to roll dice anymore. Oh, sorry, honey. I rolled a get? one and a two. And a... What's your bonus? It's 14 hit points. Hey, nice. Off a of 3d8, it's not that impressive. <laughs> but if you consider it spread across five people, you just healed 70 HP. Mm-hmm. Just spread around is all, which is quite nice. Anything else you'd like to do, Arnis? I don't know. No, not really. Okay. In which case, Finnegan, it is your turn. You're on the back of Cyril. Astorius Chase is running away with, with Carolina. Yeah, we're going to slow her down. All right. How do you want to do that? So we're going to try uh, Ray of Frost. Ooh, very nice. Let's hope this hits. Is that the one that actually does reduce speed? Yes. By 10. Nice. It's close. It's going to be a 16 to hit. Ooh, yeah, that is close. Let me go check her stats. She's in hybrid form. 16 is going to hit. Thank fucking God. She's going to take two D eight cold damage and re reduce her speed by 10 until the start of my next turn. Mm -hmm. Nice. 11 cold damage. Okay. She takes 11 cold damage. You can see the fur on her legs, like around her snout, start to frost up. 
She slows down a little bit. And then that is Finnegan's turn. Mm-hmm. Cyril's going to chase after her. What's Cyril's speed? 25. Can't quite catch up to her. Fuck. But with this re- speed reduction, will on the next turn. Okay, then before before Cyril moves, Cyril's going to use... Oh. How close will I get? Like, there'll just be an extra five feet. And she's That's 30 feet I, away. If I move and dash, right? Oh, no, if you move and dash, you could cut her off. Because okay, she was right in front of you before and ran. Strategically, she won't get to the tree line on her turn, will she? Not with being slowed, no. Okay. She needed that extra little oomph of speed. Then Cyril's going to use their attacks on the hunter that's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Try and take them out and then move. He's in a bad spot then because he's prone. That's advantage right there. Well, this is he's, Drake Cyril's stomp. already got advantage. <laughs> I know, I know, I know because of the uh, tactics that she has, right? Mm-hmm. Love tactics. 24 to hit on the first one. Mm-hmm. And the second one will be a dirty 20. Oh, yeah. Rolling damage now. 24 total over both hits. Like slamming him into the ground. There's a a dent in the ground underneath him now just from the force of these blows. He's all woozy and he does not want to be here. And then Cyril takes off after this uh, Mm -hmm. creature. All right. Cool. Darvin, you've still got that one very drippy, gooey rumen in front of you, uh, who you've just been beating the crap out of, honestly. I'll continue down that path. Go for it. Seems to be working out. Okay, first attack. Ooh, it's a crit fail. Ooh, so sorry, Darvin. No, that's not gonna hit. Second is a 14. Jeez. AC on the nose. Ooh, I didn't expect that. I told you, these creatures are soft. They've, they've been nice. inside, like, stewing in the Uroleth, being changed into this. and It softens them up a little, so that's going to hit. All the stomach acids. That makes sense. <laughs> 14 damage. Do you want to kill this one? Yes. Okay. You cut another one down. And what do you want to do? You've still got all of your action, and you've got a bonus action as well. Or not all of your, sorry. You've got all of your move. And you've got your bonus action. I guess at this point I'll start heading towards where the rest of the people are. Which people? You've got the wagons? Where Sam is defending off the ospreys and you've got... Okay. Yeah. If... Darvin's fast enough. He might be able to get out and help us. That's kind of what I was thinking. That it might be a better idea to go help Cyril just because... Your movement speed is so flipping You could fast. burn a key point and guarantee to get to us. Because can't you burn a key point and like take an extra dash or something like that? Or like yeah. take dash as a bonus action? E- yeah, if you dashed as a bonus action, you could get right in front of Asturias. Okay, let's do that then. And then you only used, did you use both your punches or just one of them? Well, he's using his uh, bonus action to dash. Oh, so. yeah, I can't. Well, no, I mean, he's no, he, the extra he, attack. He did two attacks. Okay. He already I, used two attacks. That's what I was I asking. I used both attacks. Okay. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Because the that first one fail, was a fail. Unfortunately. Yeah. Because he had four hit points left. You were going to take him down. All you had to do was touch him. Toe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, if you want to burn a key point to dash as a bonus action, you can move like the wind. And be right there in front of Astorius. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Hmm. As if from nowhere. <laughs> NPC turn. That one ruin is dead. The shorter, chunky ruin is still confused. And it, if you're looking at it, you can see it's like trying to wipe off the goo and the slime. And like expecting to see something underneath, but there's like just more goo on it. And it just seems not perturbed, um, not anxious, not scared. Annoyed? Like seeing something in disbelief, not believing what your eyes are showing you. Oh. Like it's just looking down at itself in disbelief as it keeps doing this and just like there's still more slime and mucus on it. And just this is like a, this is a very like traumatic experience 
for this creature, not being able to come to grips with what is going on with him right now. Panicked, almost. But the Orleth up above, oh man, uh, is hungry still. Wants, wants to eat somebody. Damn. I mean, it's either that or try to attack somebody. But it's already coughed up three and has only eaten two. So would like to replenish that. We've got the hunter who's on the ground. We've got Aranus. We've got Finn, Cyril, Darwin, and Asturias who are off over by the trees. I think it's just between the hunter and Aranus, unless we want to put our NPCs at danger, and that feels overly mean to me. So who's up for a good 50-50? These poor hunters. Thank God. <laughs> this Orleth swivels in the sky, reaches down with a tendril, wraps around this hunter's neck, who's just been dazed, and lifts him up and tosses him a little bit. And Asturias... Very panicked, very worried now, very worried. Can hear Cyril running up behind her, sees Darvin standing in front of her. Very shocked because Darvin was just way the hell over there a moment ago. <laughs> yup. So she's going to do the only logical thing she can think of, and that is throw Carolina at Darvin. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. What I'll buy that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if Darvin gets knocked down, she's got an open path in front of her. <laughs> Plus, like, maybe, hey, if you get your friend back, you'll leave her alone. Who knows? So let's just call this an improvised weapon. Carolina is an improvised weapon. <laughs> it does not go well. Asturias growls. She says, I'm not being paid enough for this, and attempts to throw Carolina at Darwin. If you've ever tried to throw a cat, that doesn't work. Like ever? <laughs> okay, let me, let me let me let me back step a little bit. Don't throw cats. I've tossed a cat. Yeah, I've tossed a cat off of a, but, of a table before to get it out of the way. Like it's, there's a difference between getting the cat off of an item and throwing it across a room. But when you're holding a cat who does not want to be held, there's no yes. like getting them where you want to go. It is merely letting go, and then they and they're off somewhere. That's about as well as it goes for Asturias. She attempts to throw Carolina, but Carolina's not willing. She gets a couple scratches in on Astorius's arms. Carolina lands on her feet, like 10 feet away, right next to Darvin. Astorius, she looks at you, Darvin. She looks at Carolina. And like you can see in her eyes, like she doesn't want to be here anymore. And she attempts to just run by you, Darvin. If you want to try to stop her, you can. Attack of opportunity if you want. And you're all obviously way faster than her, especially since she's slowed by this ray of frost. Yeah. Okay. I'll take I'll take the attack opportunity. Go for it. That's uh, 18. That's going to hit. Or 14 damage. Okay, okay. So not only is she partially frosty, she's now limping. Like You cut her in the leg, and she's limping. She doesn't want to be here. She doesn't want to fight. She's just trying to get away. But ob obviously, you know, she's taken part in this whole attempted kidnapping thing um, and has attacked all of you. So I... Totally understand if you don't want to let her go, or if you think she's got valuable intel, um, or whatever. But she will take that slash from Darwin and keep heading towards the trees, and she's going at like 15 feet speed right now. Very slowed. The Orleth is still in the sky. That one very panicked Ruben is still just there in the middle of the battlefield, trying to figure itself out. Sam is taking care of these birds around the party, like... They're not at a threat of being carried away anymore. He's managed to keep enough of them at bay and swat them away. These are trained birds, clearly, because of what they've been doing. But they're not fighting to the death birds. You know, they are, we will try to do our task until enough of us have been killed or wounded. And then we're going to take off. Like, they're semi-being harassed. They're, the birds are just in the sky now, like 15, 20 feet, screeching down. But it's no longer a battle over there. Arnis, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Okay. I'm now I'm going to pull out the big gun. I'm going to cast Firestorm on the Erlith. Okay. See how much Firestorm. damage I can do. Jesus, that is a powerful spell. Yep. I have not used it until now. <laughs> okay. Sheets of roaring flame appear in the form of 10 10-foot ten cubes that you can arrange as you wish. 
they all have to be connecting each other. Mm-hmm. And any creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. Otherwise, it takes 7d10 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Now, do you want this to be going through the Oralith, or do you actually want to try to cage it in fire? No, I want it to be like centered on the Oralith. Oh, because it doesn't like it doesn't last. It's not. Oh, it's just instantaneous. Yeah, it's not concentration. So if it's not like burning the thing up, there's no point to it. So. Okay. Yeah. It needs to make a dexterity saving throw. What is your spell save? 18. Are you boosting this at all with divine charges? Ooh. Uh, How many charges do you have? I have three. How much would I be able to boost it? I, I mean, if you want to just do damage, I could give you an extra die per charge. Um, but if you have something else in mind. Oh, oh, no, no. I was thinking of like, of like basically decreasing its odds of being able to save, like upping my spell save DC. Upping your spell save DC. Huh. Now that's interesting. I mean, you are a god. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you two to one. Two charges for an extra point on that uh, DC. Make it a 19 instead of an 18. I mean, 18's already high. 19's even higher. <laughs> Depends on its dex bonus. That's true. You have no idea how dexterous this creature is. I don't. I mean, I can guess that it's pretty dexy. Hmm. Do I want to do that? Or just want to add more dice? I think if you go the other way and you use the two to add two dice it's already going to take half if it succeeds in the save so you're kind of hedging your bet either way okay instead of upping the dc i'm gonna i'm gonna add dice okay how many dice i'm gonna add two you're gonna add two yep okay i am going to use some of my rebellious charges that i have to make this more fun i've got four charges I'm going to spend three rebellious charges here to introduce a severe effect. But rather than one severe effect, I'm going to take the first option of doing one major and one minor effect. The minor effect is I'm going to move the centering of this spell only like five feet. I want to bring it down. I want to bring it down a little bit so it hits the ground and we get a nice brush fire throughout the field just because that is cool. And for the major effect, I want manifestations on the caster. You know this slime that is on you? This diseased slime that is on you? The places where, where it is. On your arms, on your neck, on your face, you know, wherever it is. As you cast this firestorm, all of those spots flare up. And this doesn't hurt, because I'm not choosing the, the damaging effect. But all of those spots flare up. And you get like little flame, almost tattoo-like markings on there. And if you want, when you cure your disease, you can remove those as well. Uh, that's optional. That's totally optional, free of charge when you do that. Or you could have some little like fire scar tattoo things going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really just wanted to light the ground on fire, but since I had extra charges and we're probably after this encounter done with the day, I wanted to use more of them. So you get nice little fire marks on you. It's just a minor manifestation on the caster. So nothing terrible. Noticeable, yes, but nothing terrible. And the ground catches fire. Does the Uraleth make its dexterity saving throw? Well, you know how you said you're pretty sure it's dexy? It is not. Oh. You definitely did not need to boost that DC at all. That's a 10. It rolled an 11. It has a negative dex modifier. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Um, so go ahead and roll 9d10 fire damage. Noise. As the ground lights up in flames and this creature screams in pain. I'm going to do this like half at a time because yeah. my hands aren't big enough to do nine of these at once. <laughs> 46. 46? Four, six. Yes. Jeez. 
the fire erupts just below this earlet, and for a moment it is entirely engulfed in flames, and there's this loud screeching, almost reaching into your brain screeching. The field below catches fire. This isn't a dangerous fire. Like This isn't a threat of a fire here for you. You're not going to burn. This is mostly dry grass and things here. Eh, probably actually a little bit wetter grass. You're traveling south. So it'll burn, but it's not going to reach the forest unless you help it reach the forest. But there is a fire. The horses get a little spooked. Sam, the other party members will help soothe them down. But there's fire now burning on the grass, and you can see the other rumen through the flames, still like trying to demucusify himself. And this creature is writhing in the sky, and you can see it drying out from the fire. Anything else you'd like to do, Arnis? Uh, no, I, I think that's enough for one turn. Cool. Finnegan, you're on Cyril's back, mm-hmm. who is still large. Mm-hmm. Astorius Chase is limping away. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to yell out to Darvin. I, Darvin, take her out, but keep her alive. She's got questions to answer. And then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to fire a not nearly as impressive <laughs> ball of fire at the Ureth also, but I'm just using a fiery chromatic orb. Ah, okay. Chromatic orb. Yes. Much fewer dice. But go for it. It's a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. And it's 3D. Nice. 16. Okay. It burns. You can see a scorch mark, even on its shadowy mass. Like, you can see the scorch mark because it is burning away more of this mucousy membrane on the outside. So it's, like, dry and cracked there where you hit it. Uh, anything else, Finnegan? Uh, uh, kind of kick... Cyril and haunches like you would when you're riding a horse to encourage mm-hmm. her to go after the Tamani that's running away. So All right. I'm just doing my thing. Cyril can catch up to Astorius if you want. Yeah. With her further reduced speed, Cyril gets there. And if you want to slam her, you can. Number one is a... I'm pretty sure that's a 22. Pretty sure that's a hit. Check. It's 23, yeah. Even better. And the second one, that's a crit. Hey, now. All right. Cyril's going to knock her <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what does this look like as Cyril knocks her out? I mean, she might have had a chance to survive one, but not a crit. It's, you know, the attack is described as a slam. So I think the first part of it is just a full, like, shoulder charge. And then as Cyril slides to a stop, the tail just smacks her in the head. <laughs> She face plants into the ground, and there's this unconscious Tamani bear. Cool. <laughs> Darvin. Yes. Asturias is unconscious. There's one rumen left. The Uraleth in the sky is freaking out. Well, what do you want to do? Um, still doesn't have any tendrils near me I can attack, right? Oh, I ran. Oh, no. No, no. You ran from that fight. Got you. I don't know. Maybe nothing. I'm not sure what's left. You could tie up the Tamani lady. Oh, yeah. I suppose that's a start. Sure. Let's do that. Yeah, no problem. If you don't have rope on you, she had some on her. And there's... (laughs) Yeah. That's poetic justice. Definitely some just lying around. This was a lot of rope in this fight. Let's use hers. I like it. Okay. It's not special at all, other than it's, you know, it's well-made. It's very durable, but it's not, like, magical. So, yeah, you can start tying her up. This poor bear. This poor bear, Tamani. I mean, you don't have to feel sorry for her. She tried to kidnap your friends. Um, Okay. Uh, You start tying her up. She's unconscious, obviously not fighting back. So, yeah. Darwin begins tying her up. The Oroleth in the sky is still definitely alive. But you've hit it with a lot of fire, and it is drying out, and that is not good for it. The Uraleth needs to get back in the water. If it dries out all the way, it's going to die. You know, it's like a beached whale. That would be bad. Mm -hmm. So it turns in the sky, and it's going to head back towards the ocean branch, just there in front of the ship. It it might even go back into the ship. The crew has yet to turn it around. They probably will, unless you do anything to sabotage them. 
But yeah, this Urleth is going to swim back up into the water. It definitely has a sense of self-preservation, and it was able to eat some. But yeah, mostly drying out, about to die, needs the water. So it swims back into the water, and you can hear a little as the hot skin passes through. And with the exception of the very confused, panicking Rumen, who's there in the fiery field, there are no other dangers here right now. What do you want to do? Arnis, it would be your turn next. Oh, I cast Lesser Restoration on myself. Uh, To get rid of the disease. Yeah. Good, 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 good. (laughs) That was not a cool disease. (laughs) But we will go ahead and clear that. Okay. So, Arnis, you quickly cure yourself of this disease, not knowing the very bad situation that you have now averted. Good job. Anything else you'd like to do, Arnis? Not really. I want to start making my way back over to the to the carts. Okay. To the rest of the party. Cool. As you get over there, you can see Felicity is almost entirely wiped out from the effort of saving Sam with that sky arm. Not something that she knows how to really do. It's not something she's practiced with. It took a lot out of her. She's not hurt, but she's just exhausted. Finnegan, on the back of Cyril. I'm going to get off of Cyril. Cyril's got a little bit of time left in this larger state and try and help uh, Cyril and Darwin get this woman on the back of Cyril so we can get her to the carts a little faster. Yeah, sure. Looks like in large reduce lasts up to a minute. So I think as soon as you get her back to the carts, that's going to probably go away. Yeah, it's, it's not much. I've been tracking it. I've got like three more rounds left on it. <laughs> nice. Darvin, is there anything that you would like to do? Not really at this juncture. Okay. In which case, if you don't mind me doing a little bit of narration here, so we can get to the end of the day, or the end of mm-hmm. the encounter. Because mm-hmm. right now everybody's alive. Everybody's healthy. You've got a prisoner. The fire in the field is dying down. There's not a lot of grasses and things for it to burn. There's still like some smoke and some smoldering, a couple of little flames. And you're all back at the carts. Asturias is unconscious. She's been beaten down. If you wait, you know, tomorrow she will wake up. She'll be able to answer questions. If you want to give her some minor healing to question her earlier, that's totally fine. That's up to you. Sam and Carolina are certainly intrigued. Neither of them know who this is. They've not met her before. There are definitely more than one, like, Tamani communities, and there's certainly lone Tamani out there just doing whatever they want. Seth is extremely grateful for the save. He was very close to being kidnapped, and he knows it. If Cyril will allow it, Seth will want to give her a hug. Well, yeah, I think Cyril like totally knows that that she did a good girl moment and like is reveling in the like special attention from the kid she saved. <laughs> cool. She may be shy, but she also loves a good tummy rub. No, tummy rub. <laughs> so Seth will Seth will give her a hug, hold her, you know, gentle rubbing. He's she's more relieved than anything at not being kidnapped. It was a scary time. Carolina certainly didn't like being up in the sky, but it, you know, she's faced worse. Felicity's going to need time to recover. She's not doing that again anytime soon. Certainly not today. Parlin is just enthused beyond belief. This was like going through some sort of divine trial. Like someone attacked the god and the god and his crew prevailed. They they are singing the praises right now. Off key. <laughs> Arnis, your god of rebellion, has nothing to do with being a bard. In terms of your followers, there's no mandates for good singing. Mm, maybe there should be. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that if they can't sing, they just don't sing. Uh, just Parlin's mouth a little, it. Parlin's a little off key, but is extremely enthused by all of this. Loves to see it. Knew that you would get everybody through safely. Boom, here's the proof. Rystos is quite impressed. It wasn't clean. There was a lot of... Ooh, a lot of gross parts. <laughs> oh, it it got close. Darwin... Darwin, thought we almost lost you there for a moment, but... Whew, 
It was rough and it was dirty, but it was effective. And that creature, that Urlath, it's a scary thing. That one, that Urlath in particular, well, it hasn't been tamed. It is in captivity, so to speak. It accepts the presence of a few people, uh, specifically. There is definitely someone who feeds it or cares for it on the ship who will continue to do so, but it is wounded, is hurt. It's going to be a while before it is willing to go back out and feed and protect again. So as you're all at the carts, winding down from this fight, catching your breath, and as the fire dies down, the rumen who remains approaches you in a slow and clunky fashion. And it takes a moment and finds its voice, manages to choke out. Sir, sir, what, what's happened to me? As the weak and twisted voice of your old friend, Olwan, is heard. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott. Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend. <laughs>